Hey everyone, this is Rob and Michelle and welcome to Boon Babe, your weekly podcast and everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. All right, so this week up on the Scrocket, we have, <laughs> uh, of course, our account updates. So we'll be telling you what's been going on with us this week. And it's not going to be very much, at least for me. I have stuff. Come yeah, you, def- you, def- you definitely have stuff. So that's good. Um, and then we'll You're move. Like, we could just skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we'll move right into the update for this week, which is a very small and very not um, not interesting update. But we will go over it nonetheless. Sure, someone wanted it. Yeah, and then we'll take a look at the Gilner Gazette. So we actually waited a day, thankfully, because uh, usually we do these on Wednesdays, but we did on yeah. Thursday because there was not very much going on, thankfully, because the Gazette just came out today. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to cover that as so well. So if this is out late, we're blaming the fact that we're waiting on the Gazette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, <laughs> we'll finish up with a mod Q&A that also came out today. So that's nice. They talked about some pretty interesting stuff, including a lot of the wilderness boss rework stuff. Oh, So yay. we'll get to take a look at that. And then we also have our own Q&A of mm-hmm. sorts. So pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into all that, Michelle, how's it going? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Wow, double pretty. I okay. mean, I'd say triple pretty even because your girl got 99 strength. Oh, nice. I got six days ago. I had to check and make sure that I didn't mention it last week. And I was like, nah, it was right after the episode came out. Nice. I got 99 strength. Woo, it's my fifth 99. Nice. That's pretty cool. I'm still surprised that you don't have 99 combat. Uh, yeah. Or melee, Melee, yeah. Uh, Defense is probably next. I think my defense and attack are both at 96. Uh, They are both at 96. So they're going to take a second. Yeah. Yeah. I had Robert pull up my high scores <laughs> so I can see. Probably do defense because it has a million more experience already. Uh, fair. My attack's not even 9 mil. That's actually super surprising. No, it's at 9.8. Jeez. But yeah, I'm really excited to have gotten <laughs> another 99. Yeah. I. It's so weird because melee is still my favorite go-to combat. But like with bossing and stuff, mage and range just work so much better that I got both those 99s way earlier. Yeah, they're just way better. Like it's just crazy to me that literally even my slayer is higher than my attack and defense when I prefer attack and defense and strength and all those like over all other combats. Yeah. I think melee is the most fun. So I'm like, how did this happen? When did this happen? No one knows. I mean, to be fair, it is three different skills and I'm doing the shared XP with a whip for the most part. It's oh, like yeah, that slow. takes forever. Yeah. But, uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. And I reorganized my bank a couple weeks ago. So like now the max capes are on the same tab and right next to each other and it looks way cooler. And I'm like, ooh. That's cool. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. No, I really wouldn't. Didn't you not even buy your capes? I've never bought a cape. What was your first 99? Uh, I think it was hit points. Oh, probably hit points. That's most people's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was hit points. But I have, yeah, I have 99 of, I think, almost every melee except for defense. I thought I thought you had defense and you need attack. You have uh, strength and attack. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like, maybe it's attack. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Robert's never even played this game, you guys. I know, I just he don't, doesn't even I know his 99s. I mean, I don't care about the 99s. I don't know. They don't mean anything to me. It would be something for me to post on the Instagram. Oh, Selfish. Okay. I also did a little photo shoot. I don't know if you saw the pictures, Robert. I was wow. in Shazian no, posing in front of fires. I definitely saw. <laughs> was doing that before the end of the stream i feel so bad for people who show up whenever i get 99 because it's just 10 minutes of me being like oh let's find somewhere like aesthetically pleasing and it's just my character staring off at like a battlefield while i take screenshots at least it looks interesting it does look interesting i didn't want to look too plain yeah 
But yeah, that's like the main thing that happened. And I've just been doing so much chambers this week. I don't know my exact kill count, but it's like 140 almost, something like that. Almost. I know, almost. <laughs> the past two days, I did like 20 uh, or nearly 20. I'm trying to do 10 in one night, but it just seems weirdly impossible. Nice. Which is weird because I streamed for nine hours last night. I don't know how I didn't do 10. Yeah, no one knows. Well, I also like help teach some people. It was a lot of fun. I have not gotten another purple since last week. Well, I mean, that's pretty typical. Yeah. Well, I'm due to see if someone in the group get it because it's like, on average, it's like every 880,000 points you see a purple. Yeah. And now the total at points that I've had in groups is like 3.3 mil. And we haven't seen a purple since like a week and a half ago. Yeah, that's fine though. So, that just means that you're building up the Tebow luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, even if I get something else, I wouldn't even mind getting Arcane because I haven't gotten that yet for a collection log. Yeah. But it was cool. Yesterday we had chemistry rating with us too. If any of you guys don't know, chemistry is chemistry like, is a god raider. Yeah, chemistry is literally like the god teacher of raids. It was so funny because usually, like, whenever... It's, also, it's funny. I don't think they would ever reference themselves as that. No, I doubt it. Yeah. I don't think anyone would ever feel comfortable. I mean, I'm sure there's some really cocky people I was like, who I, would. I probably would if I had done, like... If you were... um, Yeah, maybe if you're someone like Sync, you could probably call yourself, like, the Raids God <laughs> because they've done, like, hundreds, if not thousands of chambers because they had, like, crazy, crazy bad luck oh, and no. didn't get the pet for, like, that long. And so they were just there forever and they they got really good at soloing it they're like known for being like like the the best of solos yeah just like the person the person that solos chambers i don't know if they're the best but they're just known as the person that solos chambers soloing's fine sometimes but i really like doing it as a group it's so much fun yeah and the only reason i know about them is because i've seen their stream and they're just like doing chambers the whole time and you could tell they've been doing it for so long that they could just like have a casual conversation while doing like 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 anything that you can think of in chambers and they ha also have like a really detailed like hour and a half long video on chambers oh that's so cool yeah <laughs> someday me <laughs> Some, someday. yeah but it was funny um because chemistry like chemistry is mostly known for teaching people raids yeah there was a couple people who were in the chat that were like oh is that chemistry they taught me how to raid <laughs> that's pretty cool it was really cool um but it was funny because you could tell that they're really used to going with learners because we were on like a discord call and it was three of us originally and all of us had done raids before but chemistry was just talking us through every single part of the raid you could tell they were just like on autopilot yeah it was cool though because i i've never looked up raids everything i know about raids i know from just doing it from having people tell me yeah it's a really weird process it is really weird i like learning from doing things so it was kind of cool because i'm like oh i didn't know like why i was doing this thing and there were some things i was doing and they were like yeah everyone does that it doesn't actually make a difference and i was like oh my gosh okay i'm just wasting my time yeah so i learned some things yesterday we did some like mass raids we went up with like nine people at a time was the most yeah it was fun that's cool yeah it was really cool I think that we started out with three. Everyone saw that chemistry was on it. Everyone was like, can I join? Can I join? Can I join? Chemistry even had to be like, I think we have too much people right now. It's, yeah. <laughs> Probably don't want to do a, like a hundred person mass. Dude, but everyone was going to join because literally just a great teacher. Because whenever I teach, I still teach people. I taught somebody last night. I'm very, um, I don't have the most soothing voice. Let's say that. Yeah. I'm very like, oh. And if I had to guess, you're probably not very thorough. I'm yeah, I'm probably not very thorough. And I don't know the timing like they do. They were like they'd be like, Oh, spikes are gonna show up and then one second later spikes would show up and I'm like, How do you know this, you mind reader? <laughs> like what? They're just reading the the matrix. Yeah. But uh I don't 
And I also like, I'll be reading and just talking and be like, start freaking out. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit. And probably just like stressing people out who are listening to me. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, chemistry is like, I died and that's okay. I'm going to come back in real quick. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> You're like, I lost everything. I lost everything. I'm getting hit by every crystal. I'm really bad at avoiding the crystals at the end. Nice. But it was a really fun stream. Raided with so many different people last night. It's great. I really want everyone to just be able to learn raids. Yeah. I think it's so fun. <laughs> and pretty soon, hopefully, I'll start challenge modes. And then I want to learn Tob. I want to do that kind of like in July because yeah. the new raid. It's funny because like you've asked me a bunch of times to like join you in raids. I really want you to. And I'm much more likely to join for theater than for chambers. Oh, really? Yeah. Theater's just more fun. It is fun. I think Chambers is really fun, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. If, I just... you, if I start learning top, would you go with me? Uh, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I have other priorities in the game. I guess but... dating me carry both of us. No, <laughs> no absolutely not. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think someone like dating could do that. Dating could. Trust. Yeah, they probably could, honestly. <laughs> but I was thinking like us and then like someone else. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, glue. I think I already mentioned this before. Gluten girl and I went with like dating, and I think Infuse and I died. Gluten girl like had experience at least on leagues. Yeah, I was getting messed up. I died in four rooms. I was just watching for the most part. But Gluten girl also died a few times, and at the end it was just Infuse and dating, killing for sake. Nice. <laughs> We're just watching like this is kind of cool. Nice. I wish that it was like Chambers and you could rejoin though, because it's harder to learn when you are kicked out of it permanently and you can't rejoin. Yeah. Yeah. But I know a lot of people like that aspect of it because there's like more risk. Yeah, and also I personally don't like it. I don't know. I I mean I think this is how the chambers bosses are once you learn them well enough. But I like the theater bosses because like I know what to expect. That's true. Like the mechanics are much more like obvious and like linear, kind of like how other bosses in other games are. So it's like really familiar for me. So that's why I liked it. A lot and in more. chambers, it's like always different bosses. In, in chambers, it's like different bosses and it's like their mechanics are kind of just like there, but like kind of like weird and not really telegraphed, I guess. Because mm -hmm. like for like bloat, for example, as far as bosses go, it's like, you know what he's doing, you know what he's going to do. You can like tell when like certain mechanics kick in. Whereas like, I don't know, it's like harder for me to identify that with well, chambers stuff bosses. like Tecton. Tecton will start randomly going back to his anvil. Like, not at a set yeah, time. Like, He's just like, I'm out. Yeah, because, like, Tecton goes back to his anvil whenever someone isn't close to him in melee. Yeah. And so it's like... But even sometimes we're surrounding him, he's like... No, it's whenever he's not meleeing someone. There we go, yeah. Yeah. So, like, exactly. Like, you don't know when you're like, you're like, oh, man, I actually took that one extra step and now he's going to reset. It's like, you don't know that's going to happen. Whereas mm -hmm. Bloat, you like, oh, he's Everyone's not. like, in one second, you go and hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, so he's on the other side of the corner. You're fine. You're fine. And then he gets knocked out and you hit him. It's like, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. It just seems like, yeah, like I said, just stuff that you can. It's more expected stuff. So yeah, I kind of dislike the amount of RNG that's in chambers. <laughs> I forgot to tell you also with the chemistry raid. Uh, I learned Vespula better. Oh, yeah. I've done Vespula twice before. So that was only my third time. I died. But I know why I died because yeah. I misunderstood instructions and instead of falling everyone else, followed chemistry away. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's one of the more annoying bosses. Yeah, definitely. I've never even seen how to do it in a group, so I only know how to. I only You're know the solo You're basically flinching a portal over and over again. Oh, that's that's how you do it in a group too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how you do it in solo solos. Yeah, but um, it's still it's still very annoying. Did you use, <laughs> did you guys use mage? I can't remember. I think we use range. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's like that's when there's nine of us. Oh, you yeah. know what happened? Why I died is because. Vespula is different in that you pray 
that one prayer, the blue heart, that if like you get really uh, low health, redemption. yeah, redemption. So your prayer will be gone, but it'll heal you. Yeah. I ran out of prayer, uh, so it yeah. just smacked me, and I died. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no one else died that round, but yeah. it was cool to like see how it works because I've only done that a couple times before, and I, I don't think that I really understood what to do. I knew yeah. flinch, but I didn't know like what was going on. Yeah, so you, you just <laughs> flinch, um, not the boss, but yeah, the thing you're hitting, and then the boss hits you while you do that. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird boss that you don't actually hit the boss at all. No, yeah, you, you just have to hit the the sergeant's <laughs> portal or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty fun though. Yeah. Uh, whenever I know you don't want to, but if you ever change your mind, join. I now feel like I could actually teach you. Yeah. Like do a pretty good job of it too. I mean, maybe. I've yeah. been thinking about doing some boss grinds recently, so. I don't know. I might be doing that instead. It would be fun. You could get your kill count. Just saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really care about that. But. All right. All right. But uh, yeah, that's like mostly what I've been doing all week. I'm still doing some Slayer. Uh, I'm still working on getting my Abyssal Helm, but very barely, honestly. I haven't been very doing that much. Barely. Well, I've been having so much fun chambers. So now I think I might maybe mention this last week, but I've said it's like every 10 subs, I'll go and kill like 100 Abyssal Demons to try and grind the head because I'm almost at 6,000 kills. I'm just lazy and would rather be doing chambers now. But um, yeah, it's been cool. I think that I might also do a -a subathon in a few weeks for our one-year affiliate. But let me know because I'm scared that no one will sub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, well. How awkward would it be guess if I'm we're like, going to bed. I know, literally, if I got no subs, that'd be so awkward. Yeah. I'd set a cap at like 15 hours because I don't, the most I've ever streamed is 11. And I think I'd probably just start during the day. Yeah. And I could go until like 5 a.m. or so. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be hard, but I'd be down to do it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I just need to think of activities to do during it. Yeah, you need to like do. plan it out more. Yeah. But it's still a few weeks away, so hopefully I could get that figured out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, real life, been trying to walk more to prepare for Yosemite. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It was great the other day. I didn't realize how bad my shoes were. Robert told me, but I don't remember him telling me for this pair of shoes. Yeah, just so you know, it's memorable <laughs> because actually months ago, like months and months ago, not just like a couple, but months and months ago, it was very memorable because her shoe had a hole in the bottom of it. And I Back told then her, it was just like a dent. Okay, sure. <laughs> and I told her that she should get new shoes and she never did. I thought that that was before. This is the third time I bought this same pair of shoes because they're really comfy. But um, we were on a walk. This is this is like actually an okay story. It's not just me complaining about shoes. It's because um, we were on a walk and I was like, I think my socks are too thin. Like my foot feels like hot on the bottom. And then I looked. And I could poke my finger through and touch my foot from the bottom of my shoe. Well, before that, I said it's probably because there's a literal hole in the bottom of your shoe. I know. Shoe. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that was a three-mile walk, a lot of, like, uphill. And it was, like, 80 degrees. Whenever I got home, the bottom of my foot had, like, a huge blister and was legitimately black because my foot had been, like, apparently touching the ground and the dirt had just been going through my sock, too. Nice. It was crazy. I've never seen that happen. Okay, it wasn't that crazy. It was, it was crazy. I've never seen my foot be black because I was basically walking on the ground for All three right. miles. Yeah, it was a three-mile walk. That was crazy. It was crazy. And, uh, yeah, now I'm just going to wear my hiking boots while we go on walks because they're thicker and my feet hurt. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, that's. I think that's all I have going on in real life and in game. Nice. But how are you? 
I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, you've been gaming so much. Um, yeah. Actually, you legitimately have been gaming so much. Just the wrong game. Yeah, just different, <laughs> just different games. I've been playing like a lot of League of Legends and stuff like that. And I was, like I said last week, playing MapleStory. But, you know, games like... Um, you were getting frustrated yesterday. Are they, I think they're like gotcha games is what mm -hmm. they would be classified as. But like, I don't know. Sometimes those games really frustrate me because they really um, like... They're really predatory as far as like the... What they do is they don't like prey on like typical stuff. They prey on like FOMO. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like it's fear of missing out if you don't know. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, you have to do like this many things a day so that you like don't miss out on these rewards. And the rewards are really worth it. But it's like you have to play like all day. And I'm just getting like annoyed with it. So I, honestly, just... dailies are fine in game unless you feel like you have to do them. Otherwise, you're missing out. Then it sucks. Yeah. The thing is, like, <laughs> you want to do them and they take like an hour to do and you have to mm. do them. And if you want, you can do them on multiple characters. So it's like, oh, it's such a hassle. Before you even start playing the game, you have to play it for like two or three hours. Oh, my God. So I was, I was after like, your dailies, you don't even want to play anymore. Yeah. So I just dropped the game. And so for now, <laughs> we'll see if you go back. Later. I don't know. I've played that game since I was like 15. So I'm like, go back every few years and so i don't know 2025 expect another mention of maple story yeah i don't know if i'll go back maybe ever again i'm not sure just because i kind of it kind of the same thing happens every time he so. was getting like really frustrated too i thought he was playing like league or something because maple story looks like the most tame game in the world i'm yeah. like what are you getting upset about this little no, like was, pirate frog to be fair, <laughs> I, was, I was getting upset at the bosses oh okay yeah but, <laughs> maple story um, just looks cute and you're just like God, why is this happening? And I'm like, it's just a cute little game. No, What's happening? The bosses can be pretty annoying sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was getting mad at that. It's funny enough because like League, a lot of people, for a lot of people, is like a really toxic, frustrating game. But yes. I've like already. You're chill with League. I've I've superseded all of the toxicity in League. Don't you just meet everyone? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> that that definitely helps. I have like all of my team's voice muted, so that just helps a ton because like a lot of them just say stupid stuff. Oh yeah. But um yeah, besides that, I've been playing League of Legends for like so many years, like oh, at least ten years now. So are you serious? Yeah. So I I was playing during I think like season season one or season two. They're on like season twenty two now. <gasps> so I've been playing for quite a while, and I've just like overcome the people in that community. So yeah, you're just not bothered. Yeah. So I, th that game doesn't really bother me. Even if we lose pretty bad, I'm just like, all right, I'll take the L, and I'll just move on to the next one. Mm hmm. That's but, a good way to be about it. There's yeah. no point in getting frustrated. It's just a game. Yeah, the game doesn't make me mad. But besides that, I am uh, getting like getting back into RuneScape again. Like I said, I do. Yay. I do want to do some boss grinds and stuff like that. But also, I say that, but I, I've like been having like the itch to play Genshin Impact. Weirdly enough, it's because Comic Con's coming up. and He doesn't have a cosplay, and that's easy. No, also there's like <laughs> posters at my work of. Characters. Oh yeah, he like prints out posters and stuff a lot. Yeah, so there's like. There's like these hung up posters of characters from Genshin. And like I've just been seeing it a lot of places. And I was like, oh, that game's actually really fun. You really enjoyed that. Whenever you did your 24 hour, I remember you were trying to, your attempt at 24 hour, you were trying to play old school RuneScape and you kept going back to play Genshin instead. Yeah, it's, it's a fun game. <laughs> so um, honestly, I think I was just like running out of stuff to do in the game, or at least at the time I didn't know what to do. And so. now it's been like a year. So there's probably so much stuff. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, either way, I think I might try that again but um also i am gonna play more runescape and i've just been killing buyers like pretty much maybe you probably uh, just need to do something different that's more fun well the thing is i'm not usually not on for that long or if i am i'm afk so it's like the perfect thing to do that's true so it's not like i'm 
like bored of killing buyers or anything like that. It's just yeah. nothing else that I really. I just yeah. I mean, find something that you don't want to AFK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like thinking about doing like boss grinds for like pets and stuff like that. But that's so. why I was saying you should try raids because raids you have to pay attention. It's fun to work with a team. No, I I can't be asked to wait for a team of people to go do raids. That's why, that's the only reason I ever wanted to do them solos because I hate waiting for people. You know, I raided like twenty plus people now. I could find us a group immediately. Yeah, I'd rather not. We'll but, see. Um, yeah, maybe eventually, <laughs> but definitely not anytime soon. Okay. But um, yeah, besides that, just been. Kind of hanging out, playing different games, playing League of Legends and stuff like that. But um, funny enough, I was looking at, I don't think I will play it, but Escape from Tarkov did just have a new like wipe. Dude, happen. dating took three days off of work and they're going to have a five day weekend for the Tarkov wipe. Yeah, yeah, that definitely, <laughs> that definitely is, is something that people do. Because like whenever the wipe happens, it's like crazy because like you go from having like millions and millions of dollars and like all the best gear to literally, literally nothing. Yeah, dating was saying it's kind of like you get so far in the game, it's not even that fun anymore when you kill people because you're no, like, yeah. oh, I already have this gear, whatever. Yeah, or I have better even, stuff. Even if like by some magic or you're just an animal and you kill like five super geared people, it like doesn't matter because it's like you already have all that stuff. Yeah, where if you're starting over, literally everything you get is like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> and also the way that game works is like you get like better and better like not just gear, but ammunition is the main thing that, like, you used to okay. kill people in that game, obviously. And so, like, the better ammunition you get, the faster and easier it is to kill people. Yeah. So, like, like two months from now, you're going to be killing people in, like, like, one shot. Like, they're just done and stuff like that. But now, right now, because you just started, your gear is so trash. Everyone's gear is so trash. The fights last forever because you can shoot someone, like, 10, 20 times and they won't die. Way more fun. Yeah. So, it's yeah, totally And less, different. like, high risk, too, it sounds like. It is less, but also more because, like, even though you have less stuff, just finding like random crap is like super valuable to you. <laughs> so, like, you can have a bag full of what you'd consider junk in a month, but it's like super valuable. Right now, it's know. everything you need. Yeah, exactly. It's like actually, that's like RuneScape. Even in the beginning, you get like a bunch of bronze like swords, and you're yeah. like, "Yo, I'm gonna sell this and be a millionaire." Yeah, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's exactly how like the leagues work in in RuneScape. Where it's like you restart and you're like, oh, you're like brand new and you're just like playing and trying to get as much of this like like logs as you can and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no one can deny that the beginning of RuneScape is so much fun. Yeah, the beginning of RuneScape just <laughs> like every game like, is so much fun. Well, it's because it's like a new beginning and you're like reliving memories and stuff like that. Yeah, and everything's worth so much more. Same with like, it reminds me of like Animal Crossing. Whenever we first started, we we're like, we could just sell a bunch of shells and we're going to be rich. Yeah. And now I'm like, I haven't picked up a shell in a year. Yeah, <laughs> whereas like now for like in RuneScape, it's like if you don't have something that made you a bill, you probably just didn't have anything that like <laughs> was a good moneymaker or that was worth valuable. It's like. The, the scales get so crazy in later ends of oh, games. Yeah. It's just like... Like, sometimes I don't even pick up stuff unless it's, like, over, like, 5,000. Because I'm like, oh, is this even worth it? Yeah, exactly. Where beginner Michelle would be like, one coin, I need this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, as you progress, I think a really good indicator of this is, like, as you progress, a Renar weed just becomes less and less, like, enticing. Whereas, yeah, like, I used to always sell it because I'm like, I need this money. <clears throat> now I'm like, I'll just make pots. Yeah, like if you're like <laughs> fighting something and then they drop like five or six Renar weeds, you're like, this was a pretty good run, dude. I got like 60, 80K off these Renar weeds. Now it's all, this is all I got. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I guess I could use these. It's all, it saved me a couple minutes. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of how it is. This game scales crazy though, RuneScape. Every game does that. That's oh. so cool. Another game that does that is another game I was like thinking of playing because like the new 
what's it called? The new expansion's coming out soon is World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. And, like, usually I'll play a little bit every expansion. You go through, like, yeah, you go through phases of playing World of well, Warcraft. Yeah, the expansions come out, like, once every year or two, and it's, like, fun to hop in. I still have a ton of friends that play, so I'll, like, hop in and play with them a little bit, and then, like, that's it. But, like, when I first started playing, like, 100 gold was, like, a lot. Like, that was a ton of gold. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I ended... The last time I was playing, I ended up giving my old guild leader because I didn't want it. I didn't want to be enticed to come back or it like get devalued. So I gave my guild leader all two million gold that I had. Dang. Which it's is like, like people who are quitting, giving away three bill. Yeah. But actually literally. Two, two million gold is like hundred it's like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. Like oh, I that's had, so dope. It's a, no matter who you are, that's a lot of gold. Yeah. And uh yeah, I just like gave it all to him because I didn't want to come back. And um and I didn't, so I'm glad I gave it to him. And now you might go back and you have no gold. Oh yeah, but I mean but that's I'll, probably I'll, ideal. You can start over, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. But nice. um, yeah, just actually, just a lot of games on on the table right now. I know you were just going from Maple Story only. Now you're like, there's like seven games I want to play. That's also why I quit Maple Story because like it becomes it's like it has a it's a chore. It has another name. <laughs> it's called Daily Story. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because like the way you keep up your progression in that game is by doing stuff every day. Mm-hmm. For instance, like if you want to progress your character, it may just take you doing a daily for weeks. And that's how you progress your character. Ew. Like I do dailies in RuneScape and Animal Crossing, but I don't have to do these. I want to. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't actually make that much of a difference. So it was taking up so much of my time, I couldn't. There's no chance I'm playing any of these other games. Oh, yeah. Like, he would have written down his schedule for the day. And he'd be like, all right, two hours of dailies on Maple Story. And then and then if we have time, I can go grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it just was too actually much. a hindrance on your life. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just too much. So I'm glad I quit. Yeah. But um, yeah, either way, that was kind of long. But that's a long way of saying I'm not playing any games officially, but there's a lot that I want to play. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not too much go going on updates. in real life. Just working. Just working, pretty much. This is my first two-day um, weekend that I've had in like a month. So that's kind of Oh, yeah. Cool. He's been working overtime like every weekend. I'm not, I'm not working overtime this weekend, but I am working on July 4th. So that's cool. Yeah. He actually had July 4th off. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to work overtime that day. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's free time and a half. And it's it's weird because like I work Sunday through through Thursday. So I'd be working that day. Technically, it's like a weird bump in the road in the week instead of just. Yeah, because he works nights. His hours are normally. weird. Yeah. Uh, either way, though, we can move right into the actual update this week. Mm-hmm. So um, this week we talk about the unranked group Iron Man changes and more. So like I said, there's not a ton to talk about this week, but they do start off with some Giants Foundry tweaks. This week brings a few finishing touches to the Giants Foundry aimed at making your time spent smithing as seamless as possible. Firstly, Kovac has been hard at work committing the Giants relationship with Gilnor's financial sector. As a result, any coins he owes you for your commissions can be sent straight to the bank. Nice. Kovac will also be keeping track of how many swords you've made for him and will proudly display the number in chat when asked. The numbers, Smiths, what do they mean? I'm sure there's going to be someone flexing like, oh, you made, made 10,000 swords. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, we know some frustration that the sweet spots intended to reward eagle-eyed Smiths for clicking at the right time were too heavily weighted towards the beginning of a new commission. Following today's update, you can expect a more even distribution. So keep your eyes peeled and your mouse cursors at the ready. And that's literally it. That's yep. all they have to say on that's that. That's literally it. <laughs> um, as far as the unranked group Iron Man changes go, for those of you who currently stand alone but would like to stand alone together, <laughs> you can. So players of any Iron Mode, regular, hardcore, or ultimate are now able to speak to the Iron Man tutor in Lumbridge and become an unranked GIM. Oh. So this is pretty cool. This is something they talked about where you're moving from a regular Iron Man to a GIM 
but you can only go to an unranked GIM. You can't go to a, the regular high scores. But you do keep all your stats and stuff. You do keep all your stats. Your everything's the same. It's just if you wanted to start playing with your friends that maybe started years after you, you can do that now as an Iron That's Man. That's nice. Yeah, it did kind of suck originally. Like you have to make a new account. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, I have been thinking about going back to my GIM, so that's kind of cool, too. I miss it sometimes. Yeah, I should just do some free-to-play stuff like woodcutting. I'm not going to go unranked because I do like that we're on the high scores, but um, yeah, this this does remind me that I do want to play my GIM. Mm-hmm. Um, they do say that note that you'll have seven days to change your mind after requesting a change in your iron status, so you will not lose your iron status right away, but if those seven days go unhindered, then you will turn into an unranked GIM. Awesome. Um, this does remove you, I'm pretty sure, from the regular Ironman high scores. So it does, yeah. If that matters to you, then maybe make it do account instead. Like Eileen um, won't be doing this. No, absolutely not. Which Eileen? She streams. She's literally she's a max uh, hardcore. Max hardcore. Who's like rank 200 or above? No, 100 and above of every single skill. Yeah. And she's like ranked 46 overall or something like that. Nice. Uh, we've also noticed that players inquiring about downgrading their permanent Ironman status in order to become unranked JM, you can remove your permanent Ironman status via this link. We'll be including this on YouTube. Yes. This will, you have to go to the actual website to unpermanent Ironman status your character. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Which at that point, you might as well just make a new character. <laughs> um, moving into the pet reclaim changes. That's all it was Yay. for the Ironman stuff. Um, it's been a heartwarming week for us as we watch you reunite with your furry, scaly, demonic friends <laughs> after so many years. In case you missed it, last week, Probita's pet reclaim began automatically insuring pets and allowing players who had bank placeholders or collection log entries filled to reclaim pets they had lost but hadn't insured. So this is really cool, honestly. I'm, really I'm sure there's a this. lot of people that got their pets back. That's so cool. Players made us aware that a couple of critters slipped through the cracks, so we've made the following fixes in this week's update. Specific multi-form pets obtained before the collection log update can now be added to the collection log via bank placeholder. Affected pets should now be insured, so multi-form pets, I'm guessing, are like any of the metamorphic dust pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, pets that are in your player-owned house menagerie but not in the collection log are now automatically insured. That's a really nice. good change. <laughs> uh, pets that were previously insured but not present in your bank or including placeholders, collection log, or menagerie will now appear on Probita's new insurance interface. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if you they have, any have pets, to have some way to backtrack it, basically. Yeah, they just have to have some proof that you got this pet. Yeah. Some way to track it. Um, if you have any pets you believe aren't showing on your insurance record, please pay Probita a visit so she can insure them for you. We're keeping a close eye on this feature, so let us know if you're still experiencing issues. So overall, I think that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think I it's very cool. I don't know who wouldn't like this feature. I'm sure there's someone, but well, there's haters everywhere. Overall, I think it's a pretty good feature. <laughs> I'm glad they added it. I mean, I haven't gone through that, but losing your pet would definitely suck. Oh yeah, uh, Pride 2020. Two. There we go. We had a fantastic Pride March last Thursday. Our players came on droves for our LGBTQIA plus community. And in case you missed it, the 2022 Pride event is still ongoing. Oh, I thought it was ending. That's cool. If you want to snag yourself a nice piece of fashionscape in the form of a rainbow flower crown, make your way over to Gilbert, who could be found a little to the east of Barbarian Village. Just like a little leprechaun hanging out there. Little lep. <laughs> that makes it sound like he's a leper. Yeah. Um, besides that, that is pretty much it for this update. Uh, there is some smaller changes, um, but honestly, not anything that I'm really going to go through. Nothing super exciting. There's a little bit of an update for Deadman Mode. 
Many of you have been asking us to talk about the Dead Man Mode rerun finale and the future of Dead Man Mode. Um, I'm not going to talk about this too much because they do include a lot of this in the Gilnor Gazette. Oh, perfect. And so we'll just be talking about that in just a minute. But just so you know, the Dead Man Mode finale did actually happen, even though it seemed like they didn't really talk about it. It was fine because we were complaining about the kid talking about it too much. And now we're complaining like, why aren't they talking about it? Yeah. We're they, never happy. This was something <laughs> that is like a year in the making. Uh, the rerun that is and so it's kind of weird that they kind of just legitimately year wasn't like september yeah no legit so it's it's like kind of like ships passing in the night like i kind of didn't realize it even happened Mm because they didn't talk about it and then it just is now gone it was not without issue though yes there were many issues but um that's about it for this update like i said not that much a very slim update there's a couple surveys for pvp and for game modes if you're interested in that but Mm -hmm. besides that there's really um yeah, nothing else. Just a few updates for Giants Foundry and unranked GIM. Yeah, I'm way more excited for the Gilmer Gazette. Yeah, it definitely has a lot more to look forward to. And speaking of the Gilnor Gazette, we can move right into it. So this is for June 2022. And this month has been another busy one with the release of Giants Foundry and the Pride event. We're steadily chugging along the roadmap for the rest of the year. And we'll have more information about next month. So for now, let's recap June. So Giant's Foundry, of course, is a new smithing method and accompanying quest. We're so pleased that you're all enjoying what we feel is the perfect content to slide into the smithing ecosystem. We'd like to extend our utmost gratitude to everyone who submitted their feedback during the development process. Thanks to you, we're able to refine Giant's Foundry into a fantastic new option for smithing aficionados across Gilnor. So overall, I think it was a pretty good addition to the game. I don't think it was... We haven't tried it yet. Yeah, I, I haven't tried it, quest, but as but far as like... I know people are enjoying it. Yeah, as far as like the feedback I've seen, it seems pretty good. Oh, you know, I've been seeing people at Chambers that I've been raiding with bringing the big sword. Oh, yeah. They're using like Omen stuff. Oh, really? It's pretty cool. That's funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it seems like a pretty good addition to the game. But I, funny enough, I think if more than anything, it kind of revealed that there's like some pretty big flaws in the smithing skill itself mm-hmm. and uh, that are just so rampant that it's really hard to change them. <laughs> But um, like we said before, they need to just start working on it now because that's going to take years. Yeah, hopefully eventually before we die of old age, they'll fix it. <laughs> Moving on to the group Iron Man. This month also saw the release of Unranked Group Iron Man, a new option which gives group more flexibility when it comes to joining and leaving groups. Players of any Iron Mode, regular, hardcore, ultimate are now able to speak to the Iron Tutor in Lumbridge, like we said before, to become Unranked. You just ask the Tutor to review your Iron Sass, select Unranked under the group tag, and then join a group, just like any other Unranked group Iron. Yep. We also have the winners of the recent group Ironman raffle. So this was for the, the Iron Boss Bash, boss bash yes, yep. so, that we didn't even enter in time. Yeah, if anyone <laughs> didn't, doesn't know what this was, essentially any GIM. I think they didn't advertise it enough. I don't think so either, but I don't think they really cared. So... Mm-hmm. um. If anyone doesn't know, if you were a GIM of any sort, hardcore or otherwise, then you can kill certain bosses and they give you points. And those points equal raffle tickets and you could win prizes such as a year or a lifetime of membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who participated in our first boss bash. And congratulations to the Milkmen who have one lifetime membership. There you go. There's also nine runners up who won one year of membership. All these winners have been contacted via their in-game player inbox, and that is the only way they're going to contact you. So yeah, don't watch ex- out for people messaging you in-game like, hello. Or fish- <laughs> phishing emails, anything like that. Right, yeah. A little birdie has also told us that you want to hear some stats, so here they are. 
Four groups managed to get over 10,000 tickets. I hate this. Bro, it's crazy. We didn't do anything. <laughs> the, the next the next sentence, the next line of text is okay. crazy. The highest number of tickets was from a group named Food Fighters with a total of 16,078. Yeah. Oh, my God. And what's God. even crazier. Most of these tickets were like at most three points. Yeah. What's or crazy? bosses, sorry. No, some were 10. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think like Chambers was 10. But um, the next line is actually crazier than, than that. Okay. One player managed to get 12,612 tickets all by themselves. They're not a part of the Food Fighters, though. Yeah, so they got almost as One much. One individual person. They got almost as many tickets as the Food Fighters, which had the most <laughs> by themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. The total average tickets per player was 176. That puts <laughs> 12,000 into perspective. Yeah, that's like, on average, I don't know, probably like 60 boss kills or something like that. Yeah, compared to 12,000. Yeah. The total average tickets per group was 443. And in total, we, we, I say we, I didn't do this. Everyone earned 1,397,321 tickets. Yeah, almost 1.4 million Dang, tickets. that's so cool. Here are the most popular bosses. First place goes to Bandos with a whopping 372,000 tickets. Second place is Zolcano, as it should be. I love Zolcano. 169,000 tickets. Nice. Third place is Chambers of Zarek with 159,000 tickets. Fourth place is Zamorok with 147,000. What's Zamorok? Is that Krill? Yeah. Okay. Well, they call it. I'm not like, used to calling it. I don't go to Krill ever, so I kind of forget. Oh, yeah. Krill suits Krill, <laughs> dude. Fifth place is Winter Tot with 144,000. I'm actually kind of surprised Winter Tot wasn't number one. It's the easiest. Yeah. I think it's just because it rewards so little tickets. True. We hope you all had a blast bashing bosses. If you like these kind of small events, let us know. We're keen to explore more competitions in the future, and we'll be paying close attention to your feedback. Nice. As far as the next thing, we're going to be talking about the new client features. So um, the mobile client has been looking mighty fancy this month as it celebrates its full launch. Woo! Mobile players now have all the benefits of our newest client, including all the newest features. This means that any additions we make to the Steam client will now be carried over to mobile. So get ready for loot indicators, clue scroll helpers, and much more. Speaking of which, the team has been hard at work on this new on the next C++ client drop, here's a little sneak peek, and they have some images and GIFs of hunter trap timers, Yay. as well as cannon notifi notifiers and reload timers, as well as herbivore um, timers and helpers. Nice. So all of these things are just going to go to make your quality of life a little bit easier when you're doing any activities such as Slayer or hunting Herby. Yeah, because before mobile, you kind of just don't see anything. Yeah, so this is definitely going to help you a lot. If you are on RuneLight, then all of this is pretty stock standard mm -hmm. stuff that you'd expect. But it's nice that it is not just in the standard client, but also on mobile by default now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's definitely a huge help. Um, that is pretty much it for mobile. That's going to be a pretty big upgrade for them. Yeah, definitely. But it's going to be interesting to see how that continues. Then moving on to the Dead Man rerun. Last week, we saw the rerun for the Dead Man Reborn finals come to a close. As you might know... The event didn't run as smoothly as we'd hoped. Yeah. Of course, they should just not even advertise it. They just make it a private event. Honestly, they should have made it a offline event. They should have made it offline. They should have just recorded and released on YouTube after for us to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's... Live doesn't work, apparently. We're not eSports. Even if it wasn't live, I think, like, people will be like, oh, it's happening right now, and then... They'd the, find the, out eventually. Yeah, the DDoSers would do it anyways. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, so it's taken them a year to buff up their DDoS protection, and, and apparently it was all for naught. 
Despite our best efforts to mitigate network issues prior to the event and with bespoke anti-DDoS protection being developed just for this occasion, during the first few rounds of the 1v1 stage, we started experiencing a large number of network attacks on our game worlds. As soon as we were alerted that there was an issue, we paused the tournament until we were confident that we'd been able to negate the specific attacks our servers were under. After around 60 minutes, working close to their DDoS protection provider, who were there with us during the entire event, we were able to resume and the remaining 1v1 fights continued without any interruption. Clear that there is always an inherent risk with running online tournaments, no matter how much time, resource, or money we put towards preventing issues from occurring. It's a constant arms race. For every change we make to help mitigate attack, for every change we make to help mitigate these, attackers are working at ways to bypass and continue their nefarious activity. Those, Why do I feel like we're in like a Marvel movie? <laughs> those nefarious demons. Whilst we, whilst we want to continue providing deadman events for those who enjoy it, it's clear some changes are going to be needed, especially around how we handle the finals. Yes. Again. We're not entirely sure on what the future of Deadman looks like, but we'll be discussing what options are available to us with the team. They should just keep doing reruns, and it was just like over and over. In, in five the years, same people. In five years, it'll be the re 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 rerun. <laughs> These people don't even play RuneScape anymore. They're just like every six months expected to come back for the next yeah, rerun. <laughs> exactly. In the meantime, we'd like to present some top-level thoughts to gather feedback. Help us better understand what you want from the future of Deadman. Yeah, the craziest part is that they are not going to be having. Sorry to steal your thunder. They're not going to be having 1v1 finals anymore. Okay, let me read this. <laughs> Deadman remains as a seasonal game mode. Okay. The current 1v1 finals are decommissioned and replaced with an alternate event to mark the end of the season. Which is kind of crazy because almost the entire reason you're doing Deadman is you could win $20, for the finale where you PvP. And win real it's money. It's a PvP game mode. Yeah. So it's just crazy to me that they're like taking that away. The Deadman prize pool is used to support other future events that are more suitable to land environments, negating any potential for network attacks. Future events are designed with the ability for individual fights to be restarted with ease. But lastly, let's celebrate the winners of the Deadman Reborn rerun. Re -re -rerun. After various checks with our anti-cheating team, we're happy to announce the following winners and their prizes. So first place is Pid Grabber. $20,000 was their prize. Second place, Alquotas. $10,000. These are all RuneScape names, probably pronouncing them wrong. Third place, Dre Carey, $1,000. Fourth place, Koru, $1,000. Or is it Dr. Scary? It's a three, so yeah, it could be Dr. Scary. Who knows? See, RuneScape names, bro. Fifth or 16th place, all won 12 months membership. Still yeah. a pretty decent prize. <laughs> Shout out to all the winners. Also, I don't know. I wonder if they paid out the first winners. And this, these second I winners. would be pissed if I won last time and I didn't get paid out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I haven't looked into it. Let us know if you know whether the first place last time got paid it's out. It's an awkward situation because how are you like, oh, just kidding, that didn't count. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, how are you going to rerun it without paying out the first place this time? So it's like, maybe they, hopefully they paid out both. That's yeah, kind of seemingly so. what they, they would have money. to do. They got money. Yeah. It reminds me like of an awkward situation that I was placed in and whenever I was working retail, we had... You've ever been in a clothing store and they have those annoying tags that like start beeping whenever you leave the store and you can't take them off. Yeah. We had those. They're called sensors. And we counted them all because our store was closing because it like you know bankrupt low key. And uh we were like, Oh yeah, we're all gonna like put in five dollars and somebody's gonna win like forty dollars if they guess how many sensors we have. I'm and it was all fun and games until we found out that somebody looked at the paper to see how much it was and put in their guess. And then it was just awkward because she won and we were like, Well, now we don't really want to pay you because you very obviously cheated. Yeah, what the hell? It was just a really awkward situation, and I don't know why, but this reminds me of that. <laughs> All right. 
Um, as far as the next thing goes on the Gazette, it's going to be the Pride event and Parade. So we're happy to have finally delivered the Pride event our community deserves. Thank you to everyone who welcomed Gilbert back to Gilnor. We're committed to making this a yearly tradition, and Good. we're happy to announce that the flower, the flower meadow you've all helped grow will stick around, even after the event is over, as a reminder that all are welcome here in old school RuneScape. I mean, I would hardly call it a meadow. It's a very small area. I, I haven't <laughs> even seen it. It's really tiny. Uh, we'd also like to thank everyone who took part in our first ever Pride Parade on June 23rd, another tradition we hope to continue. It was wonderful to see J-Mods and players marching side by side in support of the LGBTQIA community. In fact, so many of you particip participated that we had to open up a third world to make room. <laughs> We've seen you all sharing pictures of the event, so we'd like to share some of our favorites too. I'd recommend actually checking out these pictures. They They're look pretty so cool. cool because the, um, the mods were turning into bosses. Yeah, I don't think they are using HD, but these seem like they pretty, look like HD to me. These, yeah, they might be HD because these seem like pretty high quality screenshots. Uh, funny enough, it's so I'm guessing the mods or someone else was using HD, which is kind of mm -hmm. funny to think about. They're using Runlight. Yeah, <laughs> but um, either way, so it's people um, going through the Grand Exchange, people huddling around Remington, and and Bloat and Zora are just standing there yeah, too. <laughs> Bloat and Zora with everyone using their um, different flags and stuff like that, all so wearing cute. their crowns and their scarves. And also in the games room with the ice demon as well as Gerardor. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. I really liked that the mods were trying to make it like super fun. And there was a lot of I, people there. I wish that I knew about that. I should have set an alarm to wake up early because I thought it was just going to be everyone walking around. If I knew that there was going to be bosses. I don't know why, but I yeah. love seeing the bosses just in Remington just standing just there. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Everyone was dressed up. There was hundreds of people there. And they even have a heat map of oh. the march for Gil for Gilnor, oh, so you can actually. Oh, that's so cool! Seeing it all like the people huddled together on certain worlds. Yeah, it actually shows per world, so you can wow. see everyone on world five hundred, five sixty two, and four ninety nine. This is so cool! I'd recommend you guys all go and watch this. Watching this heat map is dope. Yeah, it's really cool because you can see everyone go one after another, and yeah. it's like a little like blob just like <laughs> moving around the map. Like so. I can see like. One person staying at the Alcreed mine this entire time. Yeah, still, yeah, people just grinding still. Grinding grind never stops. Yeah, not even knowing what's going on. They're still at the Varrock mine uh, center. It's probably bots, honestly. Yeah, definitely. But uh, either way, that was pretty cool. So we'd like to use the space to talk a little bit about what Pride means to us. Generally, a Pride event was something that the team felt was long overdue. We were hesitant to discuss the event in advance, mostly out of fear that certain individuals would attempt to ruin the parade. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, the whole event went much smoother than expected. I think, like we said in the past... Um, it was not necessarily a lot of people. A lot of the same people yelling really loud about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like we've said in the past, although we love old school RuneScape, it has one of the most toxic communities mm -hmm. that you can imagine. So, as you as you can imagine, this would be one one event that they would come out in uh oh yeah and try to ruin but um, it sucks being a member of the lgbtqa community and just seeing people being so like awful and homophobic and i'm like cool 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 yeah divine but, um, said it perfectly in their tweet they're like huh this is really the game that i chose yeah yeah exactly <laughs> why is this my game it's funny because there, yeah there's so many other games are much more inclusive and I'm like, why and, do i love like, this game so much damn it the communities are much much more accepting like than final this fantasy one. i heard is really like lgbtq friendly. yeah yeah absolutely so it's kind of funny we chose <laughs> why like, is this my game one of the most like bigoted communities uh, i hate it at least if they keep doing it yearly hopefully all these people just leave eventually yeah maybe 
But um, either way, they say that many of the J-Mods participated in the event were on call together Aww. and were so thankful to see so many of you showing up and marching with us. We can't express how great it was to connect with you all over this shared cause, and we're incredibly proud of you. Yeah, I think a lot of, or not a lot, but I think there are uh, members of the community on the mod team, so it's probably long overdue, like they said, that this is happening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, however, it was disappointing to see some individuals trolling the event and the participants. Please note that the old school team will be taking appropriate action against these accounts. I'll bet you money they didn't perm ban them. Uh, any I saw some people were getting perm banned, and I saw people were saying that they think people were making new accounts to harass during the parade because yeah, now they know that they'll actually get perm banned. We're like previously, you know, like yeah, the takes, 2017 event, people weren't getting permanent. It takes banned. one second to make a new account. Yeah. Uh, any accounts that were used to spread toxicity both during this event and anywhere else? If pride is not something you can handle in old school RuneScape, don't join. Hell yeah, I like that. <laughs> if you have trouble not joining, we recommend you simply not log on the game for the hour-long duration of the parade. We welcome your constructive feedback, and we could do better next time, but, we'll, but we will not be taking into account any comments intended to spread hate or harm. Yeah! Uh, in, the, in the future, we'd like to support the LGBTQIA community, or plus community outside the game alongside other marginalized communities. Watch this space and keep reading to learn about more the diversity. Wow, this is this is a weird sentence. I know. I was this like, is not Robert. This is a weird sentence. Yeah, this is a weird sentence. Either way, they're, they meant try to say more they're about. trying to uh, keep reading to learn more about the diversity and inclusion changes that they're bringing to OSRS, which I think is they just that type. Yeah, some of the some of the uh, cooler or more interesting inclusions that they're going to be adding at the end of the gazette. I'm really happy they said Pride's going to be a yearly thing because it actually was so frustrating to think about. They did it in 2017. They didn't do it since then because people were being haters. And I'm like, yeah. okay, but you're just letting them win. You're yeah. literally letting a bunch of homophobes get their way. <laughs> yeah, true. So for five years, it took them a while. Yeah. Super frustrating. They better actually legitimately do it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been up to date whenever they said they were going to bring back the Gazette. So hopefully they're um, staying true to their word for now. God, I, bear, I hope that the banning homophobes is more important than staying true to the Gazette for them. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Moving on to the third-party clients and rule changes. Earlier this month, we announced our updated rules for third-party clients and released a list of guidelines that gave prin general principles and examples of what isn't allowed in approved clients. It's important for us to outline and enforce these rules to protect the integrity of the game, as well as its economy and long-term health. This week, thousands of two-week temp bans were issued for the usage of unapproved third-party clients. And if those players warned continue to use them, they will then be <laughs> forced to have permanent bans. Good. This is something our team will continue to monitor and action punishments accordingly. Yeah, so... I was um, talking about this on stream last night, actually. Too. Yeah, so apparently in a lot of these, um, like, other... Uh, what's it called? Clients? Other third-party client discords. It was like the apocalypse <laughs> because for some reason they didn't want to get with the program probably because a lot of these um, third-party clients, clients allowed them to cheat. So they just used it until the very last second and hundreds, like they said, thousands of people got banned and a lot of people thought that they were perm bans and stuff like that. No, they're not perm, but they're, they're going to be because they're probably going to keep using them. Yeah, probably because like <laughs> these are cheat clients. Like A lot of them are cheat clients. Like I didn't realize just how much so because I was talking about last night and I was like, yeah, I know some like I think that the worst I heard was like in so you could cheat in top. Like, couldn't they just remove that? Someone told me that there's an auto prayer one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do yeah, you there, mean? There's auto prayer ones. There's ones that help you with luring people. There's ones that That's help you. crazy. I didn't like, realize like how much they did. Yeah. Like they're a lot of them are just straight up like cheat clients. Yeah. 
and uh, mostly revolving around PvP and stuff like that mm -hmm. from what I've seen. Mostly top. I've heard that people are making jokes about how the top banks are now empty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of bots doing it because it's super, I mean... Easy to cheat with those clients. It, yeah, it's, it's super profitable. Not even just bots. Everyone would just do well, that. Well, bots <laughs> as in like people that just do that. Yeah. And that only. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those people are getting banned. Good. Hopefully they get banned forever. You have to actually learn how to do it. Uh, yeah, it's so. hard. I can't do it, but I know that anyone can do it if you just practice long enough. Yeah, I mean, there are people that got banned for using these because they just don't know better. But yeah, I mean, you should just probably... those people after your two weeks. Hopefully, you know now. Yeah, probably and you don't do it. Inform yourself <laughs> and don't use those clients because Runelite is just fine. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, just so you know, you can still use Runelite, OS Buddy, and HDOS. I think it is. So if you're using or the OG client from Runestay. or the OG client. So if you are using any of those, you should be fine. But all these people using these really sketchy um, third-party clients probably just don't use them, or you know, keep or or get banned. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because yeah, a, a lot of people were freaking out in oh, other yeah, other discords. I'm sure. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I don't think anyone in our Discord used those. Everyone's like, we have like thankfully a lot of PBM teachers in our Discord. Yeah. Um, moving on to Tomb of a Masket. So this yes! is for upcoming content. This is actually really exciting because this is some pretty cool uh, art that they have here. So excited. Um, so August is fast approaching and Tomb of a Masket, our third raid, is almost here. Ba -ba -ba -bing! We've entered the final stages of development, primarily or focusing on balancing, bug fixing, and general polish. Just like the previous editions of the Gazette, we have some teaser images to share. Please note these are work in progress. Uh, whilst we don't have an exact date to share just yet, we are aiming for the raid to fully release mid-August, oh, which I is be August 1st. not too long from now. I think <laughs> a month just and a, half. a little over a month. Yeah. Uh, in the Caribbean Desert, you'll find no, no shortage of tales. Here are three of those many tales, whether they're true or not, who can say? So these show the um, layers of three of the bosses, starting with Zabak, the giant crocodile. All right. So legend has it, the lair of the great crocodile Zabak lays in ruin after many years of housing the ferocious reptilian nightmare. The room was initially much smaller, but Zabak's hunger grew. So did he. Eventually, the room could no longer hold him, and the walls and floors gave way to a vast open cavern. Zabak is waiting patiently for a worthy group of adventurers to devour. Oh my god, this scene looks so cool. And it essentially this looks like looks a scary like movie. It looks a lot like, and these are actual actual concepts of like the actual boss room mm -hmm. and what it is going to look like. But this looks, it reminds me a lot of DKs. Yeah, actually. Because the bit. DKs are surrounded by like a pool of water and with like sand in the yeah. middle. Yeah, half the room is like water and then half looks like boggy-ish and then there's a sand pit in the middle that I'm assuming the boss is going to stand on. Yeah, no, that's where you're going to stand. The bosses, I think it's just going to stay ah, there on the edge. Okay, I'm so excited for this. Um, The next one is Kefri. The scholars say that the great scarab Kefri can be found in her lecture theater, sat atop her lovely ball of dung. Once a place <laughs> of great knowledge has since been sullied by a corruption that knows no bounds. Many of Kefri's hashlings rush to satiate her thirst of knowledge, but her mind has been twisted and she understands them no longer. Whoa. This one looks so cool. It looks like a throne room, like library. Yeah, it's like a giant library. It's it looks so really cool. cool. And the third picture is going to be the Shadow of Tumikin, the new item. <gasps> when forces, Why does this look like the coolest weapon in the world? It, it essentially, to describe it as best I could, looks like a red and gold badass version of the Sanguinesti staff. 
But it has like a sun looking on the top. It almost. has a sun followed by a actual ball of fire above it. That's just like floating. Yeah. Oh my God, this looks so cool. And they describe it as when forces of the ruinous power arrived in their lands, Tumakin and his people found themselves facing an enemy unlike any other. While his children, Amaskit and Ithgarin, thought or sought powerful allies to aid them, Tumakin himself hunted down a weapon of great power to use against his new threat. However, rather than claiming this weapon for himself, he instead used it to create the Shadow of Tumakin. This staff is powered by the sun itself, and with that brightest light comes the darkest shadows. This is the coolest fashion escape ever. Yeah, this it looks really cool. This is actually like the coolest weapon. They need to add an ancestral uh, ornament kit to match this, though. Because <laughs> they have an ancestral uh, outfit with it. And this weapon's like all gold, black, and red. And then Seth was just like purple and white. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool to have some uh, some twisted, or not twisted, but some kits for it. Yeah. Next up is the PvP arena. I don't know how. They should have just saved this for last. Everything's going to seem lame in comparison. Yeah. The Emir of Alcarid has been hard at work this month, signing the final permits for the opening of the PvP arena. Things kick off with a soft launch next week, commencing July 6th where we'll ensure the new and improved arena is up to our exacting standards before a full release of the week after. As we mentioned, our giant foundries changes news posts. We intend to honor the results of the latest rewards by offering the following, imbued scrolls, blighted wave sacks, and blighted search sacks. For those of you who really want to experience other rewards, we have special treats. Oh, okay. You'll be able to find the following items in arena equipment chests, along with 400 other pieces of equipment for your inventory and worn slots. Bear in mind, however, this equipment is exclusively for use in PvP arenas by order of the Emir himself. So that includes MoMA's headgear, Korov's headgear, Seika's headgear, Superior Calamity Armor, Elite Calamity Armor, and Fighter's wrist straps. They all just look cool mostly was what I liked. Yeah. We'll be keeping a close eye on your feedback during next week's game update and look forward to many battles the arena will host. That's cool. I I mean, I just wanted to I'm the glad they were kit. able to keep this stuff. I don't know if they will, but I'm glad they're able to keep the stuff so you could use it in the arena. You you know they're hoping people are going to be like, we want it in-game. Yeah, <laughs> I think they are. I mean, they already put a lot of work into it, obviously. Yeah. So I think they the want that to happen. The designs are nice, too. They look really cool, like the Centurion design mm-hmm. and like the Gladiator design. But I um, just really like the, the um, Dragon Warhammer. I, I am glad that they're still putting this in without like delaying it due to the like the rewards issue i agree that's so, nice even though you can't really get too much out of this type of mini game now um it's still cool that they are implementing it yeah uh, moving on to quest speed running so this is something that they mentioned two months ago they announced that quest speed running would become to or would be coming to old school runescape it's a new game mode which allows you to replay selected quests as many times as you'd like on separate worlds especially designed for that purpose of course, the main objective is to set best times. How quickly do you reckon you can rustle up those iconic cake <laughs> ingredients? Last month, we announced the initial set of quests you'll be able to speedrun. This time, we thought we'd introduce the rules and restrictions present on speedrunning worlds. So no tutorial. When you first oh. log in, you'll be straight to Lumbridge. Iron restrictions. Players on these worlds are Ironmen. Of course, no trading. No well, that's going to make other quests really hard for like the bigger ones. We have oh, to gain random absolutely. things. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think about that. Uh, no wilderness PvP. It's been disabled for all levels in the wilderness. That's nice. Minigame restrictions, such as Castle Wars, Duel Arenas, Fight Pits, Last Man Standing, Rat Pits, Soul Wars, and Trouble Brewing minigames are inaccessible. <laughs> teleport cooldown pauses on logout teleport cooldowns, such as the home teleport, are paused so you can't cheese it by logging out. Oh. A st- static shop stock. Shops have a static stock, so items are never sold out. That's good. 
and also infinite ground items. Items on the ground are only removed by the player taking them, so other players don't have to stand around waiting for it to respawn. Nice. Uh, dropped items are deleted, <laughs> so dropped items will be deleted when a speed run begins. So you can't like cheese it by leaving stuff on the ground and then starting it. Yeah. Open doors. Once opened, all doors will stay open. They'll never close again. Yes. So there's no need to get frustrated with that. That's cool. Um, that's all we have for now as far as speedrunning. We'll make sure to share more with you soon. Don't forget to save the animals, except the dragons. Oh. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Next up is the content recommender, which we were very excited about. Yes. The content recommender is a sent is a system that will point players towards content suitable for their con current account progress. It's perfect for returning and new players who might not know what to try next. I'm thinking of Unholy killing three goblins and logging out. Yeah. Just a small update this month to say the team have been hard at work on this project and we can't wait to share more in the coming months, so stay tuned. Yeah, that's going to take a while to I'm, set up. Yeah, I'm fairly <laughs> excited about that. I'm so excited for that. So we're saying goodbye to Mod Oasis. Uh, we did mention this previously, mm -hmm. but I, I think um, they've been around for quite some time, so it is sad to see them go. Yeah, they said but, almost three years. Yeah, I think they're one of the more recognizable mods. We've been losing a lot of pretty good ones recently, so unfortunate to see another one go. And as far as the final update, it's going to be for diversity and inclusion, Ooh. something that we mentioned earlier. Um, OSRS is many things. A nostalgic trip to a world of adventure, a hardcore grind for the most dedicated of players, and for many, it's an escape to a place of safety, enjoyment, and comfort. We want everyone to feel safe and represented here in Gilnor. And as a team, we're united in our commitment to making old school RuneScape more diverse and inclusive for our community. Throughout Q3, we'll be making some changes that better reflect this stance. These changes will be unpolled as they're a vital step towards making OSRS a better game for everyone. So there's quite a decent list of things that they're going to be changing. So the first one is going to be the gender requirement for recruitment drive. Of course, everyone that is looking to level their account fast is going to make a woman character because okay, that was the weirdest thing. You need to be a woman in order to do this quest. Like it was clever wordplay that they're like, no man could kill me. But also it just it made it also. So anytime people see like that, you're a woman in game, they're like, oh, girls don't play games. You're just a guy. You just have a recruitment drive. And it's yeah. actually very annoying. So, yeah. So now that requirement has been removed and there is a new puzzle. I like the puzzles in that one, so I'm actually interested in what that will be. Yep. Following completion of the feud, all NPCs in the town of Palvnanich will now revert to their usual names instead of going by Ali. You can learn more by speaking to citizens during and after the quest. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these things are really questionable. A lot of these things, now that we're saying it, I'm like, this feels so obvious. Why was this ever a thing? Yeah, <laughs> this next one is a really big one. Players may now enter into a relationship with either of the heirs in Throne of Thank Miscellania. Thank you. They forced me to be straight. In fact, the romance component has been made entirely Ooh. optional. Actually, I'd probably choose that instead. The quest now requires <laughs> players to earn the trust of either. Once you've earned all their admiration, you have the option to enter a relationship if desired. If not, you can complete the quest as normal with a new best friend. Oh, I would do that. I don't like that I'm basically married in this game now to a man. Yeah. That also, like, is a really bad prince. Yeah. <laughs> During the Giant Dwarf, players may now join any consortium company except for the Red Axe, regardless of which gender they present as. Any preferences to the company's previous gender discrimination have been removed from the quest. Yeah, that was also... Why did they ever have these things? That yeah. is so weird. <laughs> Inappropriate dialogue has been removed from parts of the Rat Catcher and Tower of Life quests. Ew, what was in it? <laughs> I don't know. 
Both male and female hand members can now be pickpocketed, pickpocketed at level 15 thieving, granting 22.2 XP per successful pickpocket. The skill guide and level messages have been updated accordingly. If you didn't know before, if this wasn't sexist, like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, you got less. You could pickpocket the females at a lower level than the men. Yeah. It was weird. It was, yeah. why Why did they ever be like, you know, it'd be cool if the women were easier to steal from. <laughs> Um, next is, uh, both male and female barbarians in the barbarian village can now drop clue keys. Wait, they both, you guys, RuneScape hates women. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead. Okay. Cosmetic changes are now available free of charge from all hairdressers, the makeover mage, Thessalia, and Ysra. Um, Eris is no longer known by a pejorative title and will simply be known or be going by Eris from now on. This change was made to ca- to cater to our international audience, for whom our original title was far more offensive than intended. The original name was uh, quite offensive and could be taken as a slur. Yeah, so, which a lot of people didn't know about. We won't say it, but you could look it up if you want. It actually is used as a slur. <laughs> yeah. Enoch has been renamed to Akina, and his quote referencing Rivers of Blood has been removed. Um. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, Alice's husband, who tends to the undead chickens and cows near Port Phasmatis, will now have a name of his he own. He didn't have a name. Stop. No, he was Alice's husband. No. Players of any gender are now able to confess their love to Evil Bob's servants on Evil Bob's Island. Nice. Wait. Because I'm a girl, was I never able to confess my love to them? No. I didn't even know that people had that option. Yeah. You guys, my character is designed to also be bi. I need this option. <laughs> All this is just the beginning. We have a big list of other changes we'd like to make, and we're sure you can think of a few more. If you have any further ideas about how we can make Gilnor more welcoming for you, please feel free to let us know. So I think this has just been, again, a long time coming. A lot of really random sexist and or racist things throughout the game are now being brought into line with how, you know, how it is in 2022 where yeah you know, i mean how it honestly was in 2001 but they were just didn't care <laughs> well yeah but even it was more acceptable then yeah even more so now um than ever before reading people have that been realizing list robert hers of their ways that was shocking i was like some of this stuff is in the game yeah like that's crazy it was kind of crazy i'm glad because like my little brother's not that far into runescape and i'm like oh good he won't have to like see all that stuff <laughs> yeah um, so now let us choose whichever frog prince or princess we want to kiss. We're gonna go <laughs> quickly because we, this is getting kind of a long. Uh, this episode's out late for sure. Yeah, definitely. But there's so much in the gazette. I'm happy about definitely it. Definitely a long-winded episode, even though there wasn't a big update. As so you I'll read try this, I'm keep, literally gonna tweet that the episode's gonna be out late. <laughs> I'll try. I try to keep the um, the Q and A a little bit shorter to a minimum. Yeah, there is uh, quite a few really good questions, though, here in the mod Q&A, which is what uh, we're talking about. So if you are wondering about maybe something I'm not covering or if you just want to see all the stuff the mods talked about, they actually have a full video. And this is going to be for mods Kieran, Ash, Goblin and Aiza. So a pretty big uh, lineup of heavy hitters from the OSRS mod community. But either way, so the very first question is talking about something that I think a lot of people are looking forward to, and that's going to be the boss wilderness rework. Oh. So Mod Aiza actually went into great detail on um, exactly what it is and how it's going to work for the most part. There's a lot of good details here, but I am going to be essentially summarizing it up, saying that um, just a few key points. This, they are going to be mainly removing the safe spotting ability of these bosses. No. 
Which is the main way people kill them now. I know. I'm like, I'm never going to go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they're going to re be removing safe spotting and also encouraging hybriding likely for a lot of these bosses. Wow. Um, they're also going to make most of these bosses usable for Iron Man because a lot of them aren't currently. Oh, that's weird. Like you can use them, but and obviously if, crash if, some, them? if someone else hits them, it's yeah easy to crash okay. them. Okay. Um, they also are going to be having almost all these bosses in multi. Oh. So it's going to be uh, pretty much a no-go for me. <laughs> yeah. How are Iron supposed to be doing if it's in multi? Yeah. I don't. Those two things seem like a contradiction to each other. I mean. Easier for Iron, but also multi. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. We'll see how it goes. Um, also, they did say that they are going to have unique items likely mm. on the bosses. But also with that being said. Um, a lot of these items, they are going to make it so that you're going to want to just sell them and not use them. for. Oh. So it would be like kind of like a just a way to make money. Why um, not both? Why not stuff that we use that we could also sell if we want? Yeah, so for here, for example, what they actually say is in terms of rewards, they're going to target the PvP scene primarily. So we don't want there to be an incentive for non-PvPers to have to go and get the rewards from here. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So they're not going to be super useful. So but, the dragon pickaxe. Um, it'll be more <laughs> of a case of if you want to get them to make money and sell them as opposed to needing them to be used outside of PvP instances. That's smart. So it'll be more monetary based items. Okay. Uh, they'll be balanced reward wise in comparison to other PVM options, but we're going to be very careful that the loot tables don't feel artificial, uh, especially when it comes to supply drops and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, they do. Mentioned they are going to be keeping the dragon pickaxe on these bosses, um, but it's also going to be moved outside of the wilderness for the first time. Ooh. So, yeah, it's just going to be a little bit extra. And, yeah, it's kind of interesting how they're going about the reward system and how they're going about the entire system in general. Yeah. There's also going to be AOE mechanics. So it's going to be focused that even though it's in multi, it's going to do damage to multiple enemies as well. So you and your friends might all get wiped in one one go. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting what um, he's talking about here and how he also doesn't want the bosses to deal too much damage or require too many resources because if you get caught out, they don't want you to feel at as if you're at a greater disadvantage. Yeah. Even though you will be. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people were talking about the D-Pick and stuff like that and how you feel about the Ring of Gods, for instance. Um, yeah, honestly, it just seems like the D-Pick kind of doesn't really matter. That's okay. I didn't understand why you were saying that they wouldn't be useful drops initially because I was like, well, how are iron supposed to get a D pick? This makes way more sense. They're just gonna make the D pick able to be obtained outside of the wilderness. Yeah, so you can obtain it in both yeah. places. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah. So yeah, so you're gonna be able to find all that stuff other places. And so it's kind of interesting. If you are really interested in this type of stuff, such as the tyrannical ring of ring of gods and stuff like that. Um, then they are going to be talking about that a little bit more in the future. And they're also looking at providing alternatives for the rings. So you don't have to go into the wilderness to get those as well. But nice. they, they didn't talk too much about that as well. Also, a kind of continuation of that is going to be question 10. People are asking about the, uh, the scope of the project and the boss reworks and stuff like that. And one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is like, um, so Mod Ash does say that fortunately some of the graphics being made for the raid dungeon are quite suitable for a great big stonking bipedal boss of that nature. <laughs> They're mainly talking about um, Venonatus, Callisto, and also Vedion here. Mm -hmm. So um, what the artists are likely to do is to use the same rig for the large person 
in exchange for Vedion because Vedion does look quite old in comparison to Callisto and Venonatus. True. But it's funny because he he does mention I like the I like that he calls it um he's talking about Petion, the pet for Vedion. <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> um currently there's like um if there's like they're thinking about maybe adding two updated versions of Vedion. And so, because, I mean, obviously, if you have the pet and you really like the way it looks, they don't want to change it. Oh, so, like, they'd have the metamorphosis. You could just keep it the old self. Yeah, want. so I think they're looking at ways to provide the old and the new at the I same Because I do love time. how the pets look right now. But, I mean, they probably will look cooler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, someone asked about extending the five minute AFK timer and everyone essentially was saying that you have it so good because it used to be one minute back in the I day. I think that five minute isn't enough. I think it should be 10 because literally when I'm streaming also, I can't take more than a five minute break because I don't want to get logged out because I don't want to leave people looking at nothing. Yeah. I'll be like, let me go use the restroom and refill my water and get a snack. And then I'll be like, all right, guys, couldn't actually refill my water. I didn't have time. I'll have to do that again later. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah, they didn't really mention uh, extending it is just kind of an interesting. Thing. Unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, the last two questions I wanted to run through real quick was something that I thought was a good idea, even though if it wasn't the coming from a good place, it wasn't a good idea per se. Okay. But um, they're talking about adding interesting and useful things to quests previous. For instance, adding a high-level mining spot to Underground Pass or a high-level agility course to Mare Ditch. Oh, yeah, because we never go back to these places. Yeah, for a lot of quests. go for clue scrolls and that's it. For a lot of quests in general, you don't ever go back, such as like the underground mine and, um, you know, in like the underground mine area with the ghosts and stuff like that. You don't ever go back there or just like a lot of places you'll never go back to. And so it'd be cool to kind of add that stuff, but also I... like who wants to go back there anyways? Well, I love the idea that they suggest having a high level agility course in Miraditch because that seems like there should be a high level agility course there, honestly. Yeah. That place is just a maze. It seems like set up for an agility course. Yeah. I, I do kind of agree like on both fronts where it's like that does make sense, but also like Mod Karen's like, I don't know how many people are really just gonna want to go back to Miraditch, let alone Underground Pass. So they're cool ideas, cool areas, but um the, there are plenty of go. other others as well that you just visit once for the quest and that's really the only purpose it serves kind of sucks yeah i like to see everything have like a use even mod ash is like recharging your ivan staff used to be a thing not a very fun thing i just (laughs) just couldn't really see it being a great item resource area so yeah i don't know i mean it'd have to be more like an optional thing not like you're forced to go there yeah like i said i feel like it'd be it's a coming from a good place but i don't know how like feasible it would work and the final thing that I wanted to cover is I think this is a really good question and they talked about changing it in a really like positive way. I think it's talking about the drop system for Corp. Hmm. So the way Corp works now, for anyone that doesn't know, if you get the most damage, you get the drop. That's just how it is. Yeah. And so they're talking about changing it with Raid 3 coming up as shields becoming a bigger part of the progression. Um Obviously, the new best in slot mage shield is coming out or the mage item to make it a shield is coming out. So, um, yeah, very clearly it's going to be a big part of progression. So they've already added um, these new drop systems to Fasani and Nex. And so oh, like at Nex, how everyone gets a reward no matter what. Uh, yeah, exactly. And everyone gets the kill count. And it's all based on how much damage you do. Okay, because it kind of sucks at Corp. Like I've gone there with groups. I've been there for probably like over 10 hours total. I have like 10 kill count. Yeah. Because 
dating's always wearing Torva and getting the kill counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if, if someone comes with better gear, unless you get extremely lucky, you're just not going to beat them. Yeah. And even, that was nice with Next because I was definitely like one of the weaker piece, people in mass, but I still got kill counts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of unfortunate unless you're equipping three bill worth of gear, you're not going to win. Yeah. Um, and so they're talking about maybe adding a system in where it's like chambers or something mm-hmm. like that, where it's like point based. So everyone gets participation, but um, you just have a much higher chance of getting the loot if you're an MVP. I would love that because it kind of sucks that, like I said, I have like no kill count at Corp, no matter how many hours I've spent there. Yeah. Because someone's always going to have better gear. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, unfortunate the way it is. So they're looking at potentially changing the way the loot system works, which I think would be a upgrade for the better because, yeah, I think it's... It makes me not want to go corp as much unless I'm like yeah. in a group that's super down to splits because especially if you go free for all, it's like... Yeah, and also it's really easy to like get crashed there. So it's already yeah. kind of annoying. And so... I also think it's like the only thing like that, isn't it? The only thing where... It, it is, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of, kind of unfortunate. I mean, they do have instancing, but obviously not everyone does, wants to do that. No, yeah, I don't want to do it alone. I still want to do it like, with people. But yeah. I just want to be able to get kill counts there. Yeah. So either way, um, I thought that was pretty interesting and kind of cool if they end up changing that. I would love that. Yeah. You but, don't have to like give me the same drop rate. Just scale it. <laughs> yeah, just do it based on participation. Like If you do yeah. a 1,000 damage, you'll probably have a much higher chance of getting stuff than someone that does 100. Yeah, at least let me be on the high scores also after I've definitely been there for like probably over 100 kills. <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought that was pretty good. Um, there's a lot of questions I didn't go over, so if you want to check them out, make sure to go over to the OSRS news section and look mm-hmm. at the Q&A summary. They also have the full video out on YouTube as well. Yes. Uh, but next up, we actually have a few questions for ourselves. So the first one is from Matt over on Instagram. Matt's question is, I'm super into aesthetics recently. What's the coolest looking boss? Personally, I'd pick Commander Ziliana. Okay. Nightmare. I think Nightmare is so creepy and crackly and the noises yeah. it makes. I think because I like it's, scary things. it's brand new. Mm-hmm. So I think it has that big advantage. I think aesthetically, it's dope. And it, the first time I went there, I thought it was like actually genuinely scary. I was like, whoa, I'm not used to like seeing scary things in RuneScape. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. No, is that sure. yours too? No. Okay. Uh, mine is would probably be Versic. Versic's very cool. Yeah, because um, if for multiple reasons. One, because I think it's cool because she has three different forms. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Already and, three styles. Yeah, so already three d- different uh, like versions of the boss. And also, I really like the final version of the boss which is a spider because of the lore reasons now that we know the lore first six very cool yeah so <laughs> I think it, you can really appreciate it a lot more if you understand the lore it might not be like the most crazy updated model but i think it's still pretty well done i think it looks dope yeah and yeah overall i just think it looks pretty good i would like to give a special shout out to the maiden at uh tov oh yeah. very cool maiden is pretty cool and also to vasa chambers oh, okay, i okay. love how vasa looks Really? Yeah. I think oh. it looks so cool. Okay. Just like sentient rocks floating. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah. There's, I think there's a lot of pretty good looking bosses in the game. Honestly. I don't. I can't even think of any that I like think are like straight up badly designed right now. Yeah. I think even like Obor is like so nostalgic. He's just like an OG boss. Yeah. Briofita is also like, while old, are a really cool design. I yeah. mean, I just like anything like green nature looking. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question is from Hariger. How do you decide what to do in OSRS? Do you plan ahead the week, set month goals, plan just the next day, or do you decide what you feel like in the moment? I decide what I feel like in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I love starting streams. They're like, what's on? What's the plan tonight? And I'm like, Psh, 
Who knows? Good question. I want to do chambers, but right now I'm doing a farming contract. <laughs> yeah. Like usually I'll either just like, like I just said at the beginning. You have like semi plans. You're like, oh, I'm going to boss. Well, the thing but then is you don't. I'll, I'll have no plans. Think about something and then think about a plan to get there. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, for example, I was like, oh, I kind of want money. And I was like, you know what makes money? Pet hunts. And so yeah. I was like, maybe I'll do a pet hunt. And so that's kind of like what my recent like thought was. Yeah. And, um, and also, or like, I'll just like log in, look at my skills and be like, okay, so I want to get this skill up. Let's be, let's just do this. Like for crafting, let's just make diamond bracelets or something. Yeah. It's kind of like I've said before, I can't commit to making a full plan because then I know as soon as I start it, I'm going to get bored of it and want to do something else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've been saying I want to do chambers, but I'm also very much like if I stop having fun at chambers, I'm going to take a break and do Slayer or something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I just do whatever I feel like doing in the moment because I don't want to get burnt out, especially when I'm streaming. The main time I play RuneScape is while streaming. I don't, you guys are going to be able to tell if I'm not having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just going to like affect the stream and make it less fun for everyone. Yeah. I'm like, all right, another raid. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've never been good at planning ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think unless you have a really specific thing you want to do with your account, then you don't really need to plan. That's why I like whenever we even at the end of the episode, I'm sure we'll do it again. We're like, what's your plan for this week? We're always so vague. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do some raids maybe. i play the game. Not totally committed to that. And you're like, Sentinels, Watch Sentinels. And then next week you're like, yeah, I didn't do any. I went to Rune Dragons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, final question is going to be from Wraith. A lot of this game is based around RNG, but if you could change anything to be more consistent and predictable, what would it be? I want the drop rates to be more, like, almost, I don't know how to say, like, more accurate. Because, you know, it's like 1 out of 3,000 for pets and stuff like that. But then you yeah. see people go, like, 10,000 dry. Yeah. I I just want the drop rates to be true. But then at the same time, I want them to be less, you know? Yeah. No. What I want there to be is, like um a system in which you're more inclined to get drops you've never received from a boss yes that's good so you don't have dupes of everything uh yeah because i mean this happens to a ton of people and it's like kind of like interesting or noteworthy if it's like in a highlight video or something it's like oh this person's been to theater of blood and they've gotten five Jessicar chest oh yeah plates. or whenever you got the enhanced seeds from corrupted twice in a row yeah it's like it's, it's cool, cool but it's cool but also it's like you're there for the other stuff probably yeah and if you're not, then you'll just get all of the drops. And then it's not like you can't double double up. Like if you, you can't get two enhanced crystal seeds, but it's just should be less likely. Let, like let's say it's like one out of 500 normally. Then it's still one out of 500, but the other items. The other get, stuff like rolls first or something. It, it gets bumped up or something yeah. like that. Because like a lot of people, I'm not interested in collection log. I'm just like. I'm trying to start paying attention to my collection log now because I know eventually that is something that I want to do. So it just sucks for like collection log people who get duplicates of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's frustrating. Or people that like are looking to finish a boss, you know, without the pet, of course, and they uh -huh. just like are there forever. Like, or like, you know, you've seen people not get a pet for 30,000 kills. It's like that probably shouldn't happen. Yeah. That shouldn't even be possible. Yeah. That's just like, <laughs> that's not even interesting at that point. It's just like, it's poor. Sucks. It's just poor game design at that point. Yeah, it just sucks really bad. So I feel like they should add a like a bad luck filter of some sort mm -hmm. to. I don't know like, how they do it, but items like that. I'm not a developer. They could figure that out. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're either going to increase the drop rate of those items or decrease the drop rate of all the other items. But 
Um, or like just somehow make it so if you've already gotten that, you're more likely to get other things. Yeah, not to say, again, not to say you can't get duplicates, but it just would be less likely. Yeah, like maybe after you get everything, then they'll all be equal drop rates again. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I'm sure some people wouldn't mind getting several Tebos in a row. No, of course. But yeah, I don't know. I wish that that was a thing too. Because it, as cool as it was whenever you got those double seeds, I'm sure you're also like, dang, it could have been cool to get the Hunlift pet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I like that question. I like your answer a lot, too. Yeah, but um, that's going to be about it for this episode. And hopefully you all enjoyed it. If you yeah. want to make sure to follow us and you can catch us live or whenever we tweet about random stuff. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter is Boonbape OSRS. Our Instagram, YouTube and Twitch are all Boonbape. So that's twitch.tv slash Boonbape where I stream five days a week. Come hang out with me. I've been streaming like eight hours, eight plus hours a lot this week again. So come hang. It's fun. If you want to learn raids, also hit me up. I am down to teach you. Yep. It's been a lot of fun there. <laughs> and also, we do giveaways on our Discord and yes. also just have other random funny stuff happen on there. So <laughs> if you want to join a community of people that also play RuneScape, then feel mm-hmm. free to join that. And I like to think we have a very helpful community of people who will, like, teach you things. I agree. I think generally our community, I mean, without, like... It's very chill. Being biased is actually pretty, like, decent. Yeah, I mean, they taught me chambers. And they're not just teaching me because I'm a streamer. They've taught each other chambers. Yeah. They've offered to take people to Tob and stuff like that. I'll do Barbarian Assault with anyone. I love Barbarian Assault. We did some of that last week, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, feel free to join that. You can find the link in uh, any of the YouTube descriptions Mm -hmm. or over on the uh, Twitch stream. We have a command for it. So feel free to join. Hang out. Let us know what you think about this and feel free to ask us questions on any of our social media that we just talked about. If you want a little shout out on the podcast, just ask us a question and let us know. Yeah. Let's just whatever. (laughs) So that's going to be about it. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Thank you for giving us your time. Yep. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.